0: Hey, 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 welcome back everybody to another episode and I am just happy to be back with my fellas. This is Mike. This is Lewis. Frankie. And uh, we're back again. How was your New Year's, man? I haven't spoken to you since. Dude, it's been a while. It's been a little while. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, for mine, it would have been a lot of booze and drinking and all that stuff, but I fell asleep at 11.56. (laughs)
1: Right on. <laughs> Only for my wife. doing? <laughs> <laughs> right. Fucking
0: like old man here.
1: Oh, no, mm-hmm. man. Fuck it. I, I danced for like six hours and I was fucking Non-stop. wrecked. Yeah, dude. Seriously, like as soon as we got to the club, my girl just wanted to go dance. And wait, where like, was it? Uh, we went to an 80s bar in uh, Fullerton. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wait,
0: wait, wait. Yeah. The one off of Hornstorp, right? That's the one. Damn. Yeah. I've been there a couple times. Not mm-hmm. dude. It was cool fun. Spot. It was fun. Yeah. They have so, good music. We, we got, there, we got there like
1: around 8.30. Yeah. I want to say we got there around 8.30 and- uh we just went to go grab a beer real quick and straight onto the dance floor. Yeah. And we did not leave the dance floor until like the club closed. Damn. Dude. Did
2: you order any drinks besides that one drink? Yeah. So you- her friend. <laughs> you're, dancing, you're dancing while you were in line? <laughs> her, uh. her
1: friend actually actually uh, ended up showing up at some point. I think it was like maybe around 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And they went ahead and got us drinks. So we technically never really left the floor uh, other than like bathroom breaks. But yeah, for like six hours pretty much. dancing.
0: Wow. That's crazy. That dude, I, would oh, love it. I
1: was fucking wrecked the next day. Just wrecked.
0: You're always wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've
1: never felt that old in my life. Everything was hurting.
0: Right. Um, wait, wait. How old are you again? uh
1: Thirty-seven.
0: Yeah, you get there. Hit yeah. your forties, man. You're gonna be like, shit. Yeah. I'm not looking forward. it. You will be dancing all night. You'll be no, fucking no. sitting. <laughs> 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 you'll be sitting down. Enjoy I'll be you yes. Right. Ryan, you'll be sore right?
1: next day. How about when I get to fifty, Mike? How does that feel? <laughs>
0: uh in my dreams i was 50. <laughs> it didn't feel good either so. oh you're not 50 yet no, not bad. yet my not bad. yet not yet but uh you know what I, I sometimes i feel like i'm 50 when i'm like after like a big meal mm. and you're like so stuffed and you're just like "Fuck, what to eat oh you like, mean like so that much. burrito you made today yeah it oh, was fucking yeah. great it was yeah. really good well you're Thanks. welcome you're Thank welcome you. did you could you tell the difference like between a regular tortilla and a, so- a sonora style no i don't think i can yeah neither could i i mean Mm. like i when i was eating practically burritos all the time i could never really tell the difference so why do they name it that it's just because like the ingredients comes from a certain like region or the the style that they do it right but you can't really taste the difference no i don't think so you know what i mean at least i can but you can taste the difference from homemade to like commercial right right for sure why are you
1: looking at me like i'm a chef or something (laughs) i have nothing for you well you bartend that's different. And, all, and that's
0: still that's still like put, being behind the scenes. Mixology like, and, look, and chef is,
1: is completely different.
0: Okay. If you fuck up a screwdriver. You, you First know, of have all, no how business. do you fuck up a screwdriver? <laughs> you could add way too much orange juice or way too much booze or way less booze. There's many ways you can do that. I guess. Right? I, guess, I mean, people yeah. are going to be like, who is this guy? He didn't put enough alcohol. You're going to be like, oh, I thought I did. Oh, right? that's never an issue with me. Increments are everything. That's never an right? issue with me. Yeah. For but,
1: me, it's always perfect or over perfect or over
0: yes there's no in between
1: well it depends on the person Hmm. Uh,
0: speaking of persons what i brought a special guest today my good friend greg adams welcome to our podcast here yo 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 what's up boys thank you so much for having me here yeah absolutely great to have you great to have you on board now let me tell for you folks listening in uh greg adams is a chef and he you can find his um always great cooking on www.dollyflama.com. you can also see him on uh look at him at dolly underscore flama on instagram as well at instagram um He's been doing this for many years now, and he's very passionate. And um, you know, it'd be great to get into the mind of what goes behind the scenes um, as a, as a as a chef and your creations and, and and all that good stuff. But before we get into it, like you know, tell us a little bit about how you came into the world of catering. Like, what made you want to do this as a life uh, journey? So, with food in general, actually
3: it was kind of something I just fell into. Um, and the catering itself followed years after being in restaurants for a long time and running kitchens and being a line cook and going from place to place and whatnot. So the, the catering came later and mm. that was just kind of like, you know, divine opportunity presented itself. And I just said, yes. Wow. Well, that easy. He makes well, it sound so <laughs> easy. Right? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> That's like, you know, that's, that's years of, Working doubles. Uh, there were points yeah. where I didn't have a car, and I was riding my bike forty miles a day to get to and from work in the rain. At two, sometimes in the rain. In the sandstorms. It just, it just it just depended uphill <laughs> while i was late to sandstorm, yeah. carrying fifty pounds of gear. <laughs> right. All my all my I carried my entire kitchen on my back. Wow! Yikes! I can
0: imagine nice. like the what is it the the it k- sounds like my
1: <laughs> fiance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like I a banana lady, like with all the stuff on top of <laughs> his head, like riding the bicycle. Dude. Damn, dude.
3: But for the catering itself, it was just uh, a, a bartender who I used to work with at a at a uh, hotel. Yeah. And he explained to me that he had, um, you know, a relative who was going to have a, a birthday party and it was going to be at a certain place in, uh it was going to be in Big Bear. Oh, shit. And so it was hey. kind of random, too. He's like, well, do you want to go that far or you know, is that convenient for you? And it wasn't necessarily convenient, but it, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to go for it because this is an opportunity. Right. And, you know, from that client, it's stemmed and I've received other clients through referrals with them. And it's just, you know, built itself through word of mouth.
0: Yeah. Word of mouth is probably the most powerful tool. Um, I did mention in a couple of episodes in the past that I had, uh, experience working in the wrestling industry so i I know exactly what that feels like you know um but coming from your perspective as far as like what you went through Mm -hmm. you know um choosing that career path felt right because it was what was it the nature of just like being in the kitchen or just the gratitude of the customer um you know overall was it none of those and something else it's a culmination of a lot of
3: different things um I I am able to creatively express myself the way that I do when I play music, I feel when I'm making a dish, when I'm working with other people. Oh wow. it's like yeah. playing in another band, you know, playing in a, being in a different kitchen is like being in another band and having, you know, other peers and chefs to work with as other bandmates.
2: It's like creating art, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And that creative freedom is what keeps me driven. Mm-hmm. And when I see people doing you know, better than me. It just makes me want to be better myself. That's cool. So I like that. You know, it, it's always a uh, very humbling working around people who are very skilled. You know,
0: it it is cool when you have a, a really uh, uh, a really profound mentor that can can bring you from a certain level to the next level and beyond. You know what I mean? But I mean, like the learning doesn't stop there. No, right? definitely not. Yeah, I just feel like there's so many options you have that um at some point like you feel like the options are limitless though you know
3: at this point right now that's the way that i feel because when i
0: first started cooking it was like
3: oh i'm going to be a cook and i'm going to work this station and i'm going to do this and then you know through time growing and working more and learning more then it i was moved into you know managerial roles and stuff so that you know opened up a lot more opportunity managerial roles
0: <laughs> managerial roles. leadership
3: what roles whatever you would like to call them
0: yeah in my opinion no offense or nothing like that but i like i feel like i don't know like don't you feel sometimes that working independently versus being a manager is kind of like like being a manager is outplayed and working for yourself is so much better oh absolutely at the end of the day though i, I do have to manage
3: my time sure my money my people my labor my food costs so all of those things still have to be, you know, accounted for, but it is much easier to take my own direction than to take it from someone else who I may disagree mm. with how they're
0: operating. Yeah. So, if you hired, like, me and, and, and Frankie and Lewis, and you all told us to do something, like, would, would we qualify to, you know? Anyone's qualified. It's, it's your work. It's your work ethic that you know distinguishes you, I don't, you know, from man. the others. No. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I think
3: dude, you're, I, you're I try quali- making potatoes. Of it. You're qualified it until out. your skill set limits you. You know, um, right. and, and and your your will to want to learn. Frankie wouldn't go far. That's for sure. <laughs> you, can't, you can't know that for sure. His potato game is, yeah, is it's, trash. Yeah, it's, it's, well, but it's hey, who, off. Who, who's taught him the right way yet? Huh? Yeah, that's true. Has anyone taught him the yeah, right way? Well, like you know what? Mike, that
1: is a good point because I was going to say the you can't just teach this to anybody. And I was going to throw in my fiance. I'm like, I'm sorry, but (laughs) she Uh is notorious for burning her food. I'm I'm like, you're one of the only people who I know could possibly burn water. You're not married yet.
0: Careful. It happens. You know, (laughs) she's pretty
1: bad. And, And she kind of, disagrees with me when, when it comes to me telling her like, look, you mm-hmm. could learn how to cook. It's not impossible. And she's like, I just don't think I can. Like, you tell her that? It's not impossible. Yeah. Damn, like, that's vicious. I'm not a cook. I'm not a chef by any stretch of the imagination, but I know my way around the kitchen.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah um like to the door and back or (laughs) yes yes Yes. (laughs) that doesn't count oh damn never mind
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know my way around a microwave yeah Yeah. but (laughs) (laughs) But, uh it's something that i learned on my own Mm -hmm. and it's just uh for me at least it's about just the discipline of it all just pay attention Mm -hmm. to the food don't let it don't walk away from it and forget that it's on the stove, you know, that, you that's just,
0: what the biggest problem is, you just is said that use, she does that. Oh, oh, you guys don't both use the microwave?
2: What about a timer? Timer's important, right? I, kitchen? I, you
1: know, I've, I've told her about a timer and she kind of disagrees with me. She's like, no, I feel like I'm still going to be distracted. I'm like, well, then maybe cooking's not for you after all, <laughs> you know?
3: Timers timers definitely do help, uh, yeah. especially if you got a lot of different things going on. Oh, yeah. The last thing you want to do is be the guy who burns the bacon because you mm-hmm. were trying to do all the other <laughs> shit and be mm-hmm. the hotshot and say, I don't need a timer. Um, uh-huh. I, I I prefer to use a timer if, if needs be, you know. Uh, I am able to, you know, keep a certain log of stuff in my head as I'm doing everything. Uh-huh. And I'm yeah. looking back at my notes, at my recipes and everything that I'm doing that day. So that's like kind of my template and I'm staying aware, but timers do help, you know. Do so you, sometimes I'll have four or
1: five timers going it, at It just looks stressful. Like I've seen some chef shows and it just mm-hmm. looks so stressful. I don't know. If, obviously is. they play it up for the shows because yeah. they make it seem very like intense uh-huh. and suspenseful. A little more stuff. dramatic. The music Very helps. dramatic, absolutely. Uh-huh. But even just being around a few chefs myself, like I've seen them work, and you have to be able to multitask,
3: right? Like, Absolutely. I,
1: I, and I just, just boggles my mind. I'm like, nope, can't do that. Yeah, Sorry.
3: multitasking, time management is key. Oh yeah, oh big, definitely, big, big important factors
0: in the kitchen for sure. You know, I think when you have like the minute you really screw up on something, and it's the time management comes into play, and the customers are waiting, and you're like. And you have to like spend another five minutes. That five minutes feels like thirty minutes because you're just waiting and you're you have to And they're waiting. Yeah, exactly. They've been waiting. Then you have multiple orders still beyond that to create. Yep. And it's just like the stress is just like you just want to yell and like go outside and like (laughs) That's what walk ins are for. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I did I did that many years. Like, I hate that and you go out there like, Okay, cool. I'm cool now. Right. You go back to (laughs) the Belt it out, baby. Right. But you know what's one thing cool about um cooking all together and you can probably vouch for this right what's that chicks dig it (laughs) right no no is is, this true 100 percent, dude they love it when guys can cook they Uh, really do okay you want you want to win your lady's heart through and through she'd be like oh my god my guy's so like he cooks everything dude she will like she's already like all over you she'd be like that
1: brings up another point though it it's one thing to be a, a regular dude working your nine to five doing whatever it is you do and then still know how to cook maybe at that chef level, but Mm -hmm. you do it at home for your girl. Now, when you're a chef and you have a girl who likes that you cook, like, is it still the same? Does it still feel the same? Like after coming home from working as a chef and then you have to go home and cook some more, like, do you still put the same kind of effort into it? Or is it just like energy
3: levels can be a big factor for sure, you know? And there's been plenty of times where I've just been like, nope, (laughs) Top <laughs> definitely not or but you know at the very most, wave it is yeah there, there, there is that but at the very most if especially if I'm working at a kitchen I'll just bring food from there yeah there bring it home yeah. and yeah. and being you know in in a uh, position in charge I just ask someone else like hey can you make me this because I'm taking it home right, right. So, I think
0: you know, respectfully it's exhausting though like I agree with Greg <clears> that You know, when you are in the kitchen all day, you don't want to come home and make something again because you're done cleaning up, cleaning up the prep, like, you know, just all day long. It's a lot. The last thing you want to do is like make another meal for 30 minutes.
3: Sometimes though... There have been plenty of times where it's the exact opposite. Like I was inspired the whole day oh. mm. or, or something or someone mm. popped into mine or, you know, whatever it was, somebody made themselves a dish. And I'm like, oh, that's a really cool way to plate that. I never thought of that before. So I'll come home and I'll just start, you know, playing around and see see if I come up with something or, you know, write off that inspira- inspiration
0: and uh, and see what happens. You don't got to lie. <laughs> you know that a girl was coming over that late in the night. You're like, shit, I got <laughs> to get on it That now. was the inspiration, yeah. right? <laughs> like,
3: oh, man, shit. How about if you it.
2: think of something like along the way? So you're at work, like, oh, maybe I should try this with that. And you go home and that's what you try
3: yeah, it out. Exactly. Try the recipe or whatever. Yeah, the, R, the R&D, sure. you know, take that home with you. For that's sure. why,
0: indeed, it is called an art.
2: You know? Yeah, oh for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. I think, I, honestly, I look at the work that he does. If you guys get a chance to look at his website. Um, we'll make sure
1: it, I post a link in the uh Oh, cool, description. thank you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So everybody could check you out and possibly order from you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Or um,
2: five uh, listeners. <laughs> all
0: five. There you go. Right? That's like
1: closer to 10. Shut up. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Sorry.
0: It's okay. We know that you still suck at cooking potatoes. So. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> all, hey, that's why you got me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just kick back. You know, what's funny though, like to add to that story though, like honestly, when, when Frankie was doing it, uh, he just kind of like he was helping me out, whatever. He's like, hey, I'll make the potatoes. Like, okay, cool. Uh Like, I didn't even have a second thought of like, okay, cool, he's taking initiative. And then I got a root root awakening. I'm like, uh, are these cooked? All the way through?
2: <laughs> no, actually, that was my plan to fuck up cooking so bad that you'll never ask me to do it There again. you
0: go. That's, that's actually a,
3: great great plan. Plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah.
0: So
1: that's why she's Reverse doing psychology. That, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that's hilarious. <laughs>
1: right. oh, this is all making sense. Really? Right.
0: You're on to your lady now. I'm fucking on to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, literally, you are on her all the time. So. Oh, yeah, but that's beyond the point. That's probably why you burn the food all yeah, the time. That might explain a lot. Like, actually. oh, Tyner's. Oh, we're not done yet, babe no no i mean i i would never
1: put on something on the stove and then proceed to like having sex because I, I don't want to be mid-pump and realize oh
3: shit i left something on the stove <laughs> what is it? two gotta, things I, that are great become undesirable at that yeah, second yeah.
0: man i gotta clean up twice <laughs> <laughs> no she can do the cleaning mm. wow look at you I'm royalty. We have an arrangement. Clean me up. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> no, we, we actually set up that
1: arrangement. I'm like, okay, look, obviously you don't know how to cook or you claim you don't know how to cook. I don't know which one's true. Um, So I'll do all the cooking, mm. but you do all the cleaning. And I'm like,
4: okay. Fair nice. trade. So I think it mm-hmm. works. Yeah. For sure.
0: Now I'm going to have you cook me something. Okay, but... It- now you're not getting anything in return, though. <sighs> See, I cook for you all the time, so... <laughs> Just That's one thing.
1: true. Okay. I hope you like burnt popcorn. Fuck that. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. I can't have it though. I have diverticulitis, so I, I can't have popcorn kernels. It's good. Enough. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. I know, right? You. Along with tortillas. And yeah. The-
1: I hope you like burnt quesadilla. Oh, you can't even have like that. that.
0: Nope. Damn it. I know, right? I'm tough. It's okay. What can,
1: what can I make for a gluten-sensible
0: person? There's tons of gluten-free dishes out there. There's now. grass. Yeah, there are. There's grass. <laughs> Lettuce and salt. Yeah. Grass, please. Yeah. Give me a grass shot. Actually, we'll be let me put
1: you on the spot. Okay, let's say he comes in. Yeah. He tells you he has a gluten allergy. What would you make him?
3: Well, I mean, the gluten allergy is the first thing. Um, then I would go on and ask, you know, what other types of preferences do you have? Maybe you don't like to eat pork. You know, Mm. then I'll find out those sorts of things, and then Mm. you know, do you have? Those are the questions that I ask any client that I have. Is you know, what are your dietary restrictions and preferences? Oh yes, that's when I when I premise that it it also gives them the opportunity to distinguish which of it is that they have. Is it like, do I just not like gluten, or is it an allergy that I have? Mm -hmm. Because Mm. some people just don't want to have gluten. Some people just don't want to have onions, but they go telling people that they're allergic because they went to that one restaurant and they put the onions in and now they're pissed at the whole world. You know what I mean? It sounds, no, like totally. sounds like
0: my wife. She so, always says she's allergic to cinnamon. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, or, you are not allergic yeah. to cinnamon. Or you
2: can always ask them to leave.
0: Yeah, I mean, there I is ask that them. too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm politely I it ask
3: depends you on where you're at. Kick rocks. Yeah. Point your finger like this. Yeah. <laughs> All that stuff
0: that you don't want is at that place yeah, over exactly, there. Yeah. right? There's I just actually read thing. about that. Yeah, but it must feel like... Nice when you actually have to, like, let someone know, like, you can't serve them if they're giving you a hard time, right?
3: Well, so, in restaurants, I've never had, well, it's mostly been um, people who are very rude. and, And luckily, a lot of the staff that I have worked with is very professional, our front of house staff. Yeah. And they're able to diffuse the situation be cool common collective instead of blowing it up and agitating the whole For situation sure. and then someone wants a manager and then it's just this whole this whole fucking unnecessary bullshit and you're ruining everyone else's dining experience around you so i've never had to ask anyone to leave from a restaurant yeah. um unless it's been just like they're completely belligerent you know where you got <laughs> that experience from what
0: mercedes-benz <laughs> i'm sorry what for sure if you could work there <laughs> customer service dude. you can work anywhere oh yeah like have a smile on your face and deal with the hardest customers ever and be like sure sir while they're like just verbally abusing you just wrecking Oof. you dude really just yeah. we used to work, we, we used to work together at mercedes-benz uh, long time ago okay. and you deal with some of the highest and snooty in the nose uh, up the nose air like whatever you know what i mean so um, your people but you know it, it it definitely like forms you into mm, right you, you can't that's like a uh that is a not only like a technique but that's like a life learned long lesson that can, you can carry with you for the rest of your life absolutely apply it to other industries for sure okay. for sure
3: for me food industry i've definitely been able to apply that hundred percent, especially even more so now when it's my catering company, I'm the chef, I'm dealing with the clients, I'm doing all the planning and the liaison between what a client wants to happen and what's going to go on the table. Mm -hmm. That sounds stressful. That sounds really stressful. I actually have a lot of fun doing it and uh, I'm able to guide people in the direction that almost I want to go by giving suggestions and recommendations with lots of knowledge provided. So they're like, oh yeah, that sounds great.
0: Now let me ask you something. uh Um, what what came? How did you come up with the concept of Dolly Flama?
3: So Dolly Flama. Uh, so the logo I have you, when I used to do graffiti art way back in the day, um, like good, like you know, like church graffiti, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Illegal <laughs> graffiti, uh, <laughs> about, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nothing illegal going on here. Move it along, move that, it along. That is that is, yeah. that is forbidden.
3: Here. Forbidden in the graffiti community, by forbidden the way. Fruit. You're not supposed to be doing stuff on schools, on people's, you know, personal property like their cars or houses and churches and stuff like that. But They're anyways, like Bart Simpson, right? Yeah, yeah. Bart Simpson. El Barto. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so I, I I ended up not using a name anymore. And letters, I really got uh, accustomed to drawing a character, which was this uh, tiki man. And with the tiki man, uh, something that I always like to do. Was draw a big old mustache on it, like a Dali style mustache with like, you know, mm. single line and a big curl on it. Ah. And so that man's salvage-
1: mustache was majestic. That's and all so it say. also
3: just felt really cool spray painting that on the wall, like that movement, my body making that movement and making it yeah. forming the shapes. Mm-hmm. So that that was where I came up with the character, but that was, you know, 20 years ago. So my uh, very good friend. And graphic designer, she was going through one of my old books that has all my graffiti stuff in it. And she was like, oh, that's really cool. Mm. And I'm like, oh, wow, I forgot about that. And then so, you know, I turned around 10 minutes later and she drew a chef's hat on it. And she was like, that's your logo.
1: Perfect. That's and awesome. I
3: was like, oh, my God, you're like, this is amazing. Something that is from my past that holds like a strong relevance to me right. is now my logo, you know? Very cool. And so, it's that that's what made it really fun. And she actually came up with the name because one thing I always like to do is use my blowtorch for food, ah, for doing like sears because it's a showmanship thing, and people so ask them. questions, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And Plus, fire, fire is cool. Fire is super yeah. cool. <laughs> so you know, being able to do that's great. So flama, you know, translates to yeah. flame. Yeah. So Dolly Flama oh, came, that's cool. and really that's cool. just kind of how it naturally.
0: But you got the, the Dolly because you were like, you're, I'm assuming you're in uh, Salvador Dolly inspired, right? Well, yeah, the artwork, yeah, the artwork is
3: amazing. And, uh, you know, the history and the, the movement that he brought forth altogether in general was a, a very inspiring. Yeah, that's art, my favorite art. art history.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. Surreal art is one of my favorites. I, I really love Surreal because it's like, it just it gets into the mind of like the unknown. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah. what cooking's all about. Is like, you don't know what you're creating until you actually like do it. Right. right. And there's no right or wrongs until you eat it. And you, oh, like, I know. you fucked up. Oh no, there's something wrong. different about my potatoes. Dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there, there can definitely be, be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna live, live that one down, for sure. For sure. But it was fair funny because he, he played it off so like easily, like, oh okay, well I guess I must have put it on too long or didn't it took out too early. He just like played it on. I was like, okay. I, it wasn't until I asked him like,
4: <laughs> like earlier. I'm like hey, Smooth. Like, you fucked up those pasillos <laughs> <games, dude." laughs> <laughs> and he just starts laughing. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Did right? I do that? But he, right?
0: but he played it off. So like so professional though. So he definitely should be long in the in the kitchen. Give him another chance. So I'll let you make it up.
2: I'm good. That, that was my trial. With the kitchen. I mean,
0: I'm good. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm out of here. Listen, he failed. I'm really okay. good at ordering food. There you go. Yeah.
1: Now, do you give him the the fucking Gordon Ramsay treatment? Just get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of the kitchen. Right. No, dude. I'm gone before that even. It gets to
2: that point. You fucking donkey. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Does he really say that? Oh no. yeah. Guy says a lot of things. No, he does. I don't know about fucking donkey though. Yeah, I think I've heard him say donkey. I feel like I have. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. If not, it's just not caught on camera. <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all donkeys when we're working. I work, what was that mules. famous
1: when he did when he like took two slices of bread. idiot sandwich? Idiot sandwich see, that was the for best it everywhere. I, I
0: don't even remember the context of
3: what someone did so badly to idiot. fuck up. Yeah. But, he literally
1: took two slices yeah. of bread. He's like, "Look, you're an idiot sandwich." Like, oh my god! That reminds me <laughs> of the
2: Spinal Tap. Have you guys ever seen that? This is Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah. we're like he's man. like, "Oh, whatever." The critics go, "They called this uh, album shit sandwich." <laughs> <guys> sandwich. That's <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a culinary delight. <laughs> <It's, right? laughs> Delicacy in
0: some places. Mm, another country that, yeah, definitely <laughs> put that on the menu. But, you oh, know, I man. think food is not just an art. It's also, you know, a concept that's just um, driven from so many aspects of, like, you know, knowing that you're inspired by, like, Cultures. other things. Yeah. like Let's take, for example, music. Right? Mm-hmm. How many times have you created a dish and you were listening to music and you're like, damn, you're just like on your game? If you have, I don't know. I know I have personally, but does music inspire you when you're cooking? Oh,
3: absolutely. I mean, the music sets the pace of the kitchen a lot of the times. And, um, you know, if you got slow music playing, you guys are probably going to move a little slower than usual if you have the time and, you know, to do that. But, I mean, chances are you don't. If you want to, if you want to get things going, put some speed metal on and get everybody, <laughs> oh, get everybody man, with their pace to, up. You talk know, talk to loose
0: for that one. He he, definitely. has will talk lot of that afterwards. But <laughs> then you know,
3: sometimes too, if everyone has a different dynamic or like internal yeah. beat, you know, that they kind of drum to or you know roll to. I guess you could say. And uh, you know, you might put on speed metal and it distracts everyone and they slow down because they're just. Like, I feel like it absolutely you know, would. So everybody you would be to, trying to
1: do air guitar. You do and, have
3: uh, to find the balance, but but for me personally, um, I do like to listen to a lot of. Uh, it's either oldies or electronic music that I'll listen to if I'm like in the creative set and I'm like by myself and I'm not, um, you know, I don't have other things to worry about. Only components of a dish and when I'm doing my my research and development per se. Electronica. See si.
1: how about classical? How would that work?
3: Um, I don't listen to classical often. Usually, when I do, it's when I'm driving and it's just to kind of like
0: stay calm and clear my mind. I mean, mm. they do say it's brain food. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's weird because like to add to that, I feel like. For like when I cook for my wife or, you know, like my family and whatnot, I feel like whenever I listen to dinner music and it's weird, you may think this is weird, but for dinner, I always will listen to like some somewhere along the lines of a Sade okay right you know, it feels oh, really? like i'll be like okay. like doing the brussels sprouts yeah, yeah yeah. call it weird but i just like that making the, love the, to the, the brussels sprouts the, exactly right kissing <laughs> them and caressing them you know what i mean but i just feel like it, like i'm so relaxed mm-hmm. that it puts me in a state versus like when i'm like like say during like I'm hanging out with the guys I'll put on some like revolution mm-hmm. and that gives me a different vibe like grilling outside with the charcoal and having a beer and like just the vibe it Absolutely. makes and it just makes the food come out so much better mm-hmm. you know it's almost like talking to your plants right mm-hmm. yeah like wait what you know <laughs> what? your plants you never <laughs> heard that, that to- like if you talk if you talk <laughs> like okay so some like what do you call them green thumbs so sometimes if you talk to your, they say you talk yeah, to your it's, plants, it's, it's going to come top. out like oh, it's going to flourish a lot better, or the taste or whatever. I don't know. It's a, doesn't it doesn't matter a, it's like super, what the conversation is about. Like doesn't matter. You, as long as you like. What about it, you vent to your high plant, little It, plant, it, it fucking uh,
2: just uh, dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ET plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> if you say the wrong things, it'll do that for sure. Talk. Tell them about your. I gotta potato, give them words of affirmation hey little it's like, plant like fuck this I'm <laughs> killing myself
1: plant just fucking commits plant suicide <laughs> <laughs> I'm out yeah
0: you know this is too heavy for me man <laughs> right I can't yeah. take your shit a girlfriend I've got anxiety now <laughs> My <laughs> like fucking... garden
1: has anxiety. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Platt bust out a little
1: cigarette. <laughs> I can't take shit out.
2: We yeah. gotta make a comment
3: yeah. on that one. Really That'd be sucks. great. <laughs>
2: that would be great. <laughs> Go burn potatoes or yeah. something. <laughs> Come take me,
0: caterpillar. <laughs> Just end it now. End it now. Oh, Stomp on me, please. Oh man. Let me ask you something. What is your best creation? Is it on your page or is it like something off off their page? Or if you could add it to your page, like it, um, it takes too much time?
3: Or man, I mean, it's kind of hard to choose. Really, I, one of my favorite things to cook is short rib. Mm. I love doing short ribs. Um, and and really, at the end of the day, my favorite kind of dish to create is a dish with the protein, vegetables, and starch. Mm. It's like that's kind of just like my ideal basis, yeah. my ideal like plating formula sounds like a real man's meal because like, you can do you can do a lot in in the way that you know you kind of shape the dish and have things you know propped on each other and mm. the colors that you can use and yeah. stuff like that um so yeah I, mean, I, I can't I can't say right now what my I'm gonna have to there's think about too many right there yeah sorry it's, a,
0: it's, a, it's an open question right but no. let,
1: let me let me rephrase that question uh-huh what's the dish that you're most proud of
0: the dish it's probably short rib
1: yeah okay, yeah. probably
3: the short rib, and and it's the process that I enjoy. We're gonna have to and, invite and you have back. Have fulfillment. Oh it, yeah. It, well, dude, like next it. time I could do that when we do this. you know, have oh, the short ribs yes. just going. Yeah. yeah.
2: Dinner's done. And ready. That'd be yeah. awesome.
0: Are you okay with butter,
4: Frankie? <laughs> yes. This
2: this time I will. Be. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it without butter. Yeah.
0: Because like uh, with, with that type of like, if you don't mind me asking, I, if mm-hmm. I'm allowed to say this, like, yeah. if, can I say? Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, say what? Um. You have your prices on your website, right? So, yeah. like the short rib goes for how much?
3: Uh, well, so okay, so usually the way that it works is if it's a, a private dinner in someone's home, uh, it's usually five six courses. So they'll have about three appetizers,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, and then like a super salad, and then an entree, mm-hmm. and then a dessert. And so that all entails one hundred and fifteen dollars
0: per person. Nice.
1: Oh, nice. That's yeah. actually not bad, right? Yeah.
0: I hope you guys have 150 dollars. <laughs> you ain't doing it for free. I do, <laughs> um,
3: but yeah. So that's that's kind of the way that it works. So depending, like, if someone's like, "Oh, hey, I want uh, I want my my short ribs imported from you know somewhere else or something crazy," mm. that you, I always do prime, yeah, prime. You know everything, um, but you know some stuff I have to source outside of my normal means. And when that happens, then I increase the price. But mm. I mean, something for like that is not that much more. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. They get the full, the full, wait, so would you, you have like cream brulee for dinner or a dessert
3: or? I got all kinds of different desserts and usually I'll just talk to that person again when I ask what their dietary restrictions are, what their preferences are, because some people can't have any dairy, so they can't have creme brulee, but there are, there are the, the alternative versions that obviously don't have dairy, so... That's the the fun challenge I've had is when people have those restrictions and I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to make a, a gluten-free cheesecake and I got to, you know, like <laughs> sure. a dairy-free cheese. Like, so having to variate off of those things, I always end up learning something new, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes I might have to R&D that dessert like two or three times before it comes out the way that mm-hmm. I want it to because it has happened in the past before where i've tried to i'm like oh i can i can get that shit it's all good <laughs> desserts aren't my strength you know and because of this catering i'm like well yeah. i guess i have to have a dessert for every you know right. event that i do so i started you know expanding my repertoire and doing more desserts and one of them i was just too cocky and was like oh i got this this is gonna be fine and you and fucked it, up. it came out it, it was pretty bad <laughs> i don't even remember
0: what it was i just yeah. remember i was pissed and uh yeah, it was, that, it was pretty embarrassing. And that's why you should always stay humble as a chef. Don't ever think that you're like, the shit, because mm-hmm. then it comes back. That's happened to me. I'll be honest. It's happened to me, too. Like, yeah, I got this. And all of a sudden, like, everything just turns into a disaster.
3: It is great to have that confidence, you know? Don't get me wrong. Right, But sure. But you need to for be sure. aware of your capabilities and your limits. Yes. and And at that point in time, I was not
0: you know, being aware of that. I would say that anything can go wrong at any second in the kitchen. It really can. And then all of a sudden, starting over and the time the customer is waiting to get their food, it's yeah. like nothing worse than, than dealing with hangry people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right? dealing
1: with open flames, sharp knives. Oh, yeah. Has Injuries, there ever been a time where
0: like you've
2: finished your meal and like somehow somebody drops the main course? or anything like that oh yeah dude i
1: mean we've we've i've
3: not at any of my own events Mm -hmm. thankfully um that's never been an issue Mm -hmm. but uh yeah at restaurants plenty of times you got someone who is walking out the door and doesn't call corner and then someone else (laughs) is coming in and doesn't call it and they collide into each other you got empty wine glasses broken on the floor you uh, got yeah. you got those you know 60 plates that were about to go out to a table of 12 and it's like half the table is going to get their food and half isn't oh, well, and that's um, even worse than when
0: it's just two people who don't get their food for sure you know so such a tragedy yeah it's pretty wild man. It's too bad you can have some like plates crashing on your little soundboard like <laughs> 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 that would be great right like i wasn't prepared <laughs> or someone like the, <laughs> the wow um, I, mean, I could add that in, but it's yeah, too much time, work. You know it's too much work. It's okay. It's okay. Well, yeah.
1: next time give me a list of things you want.
0: yeah, you know, this just popped in my head right now. So I just <sighs> like yeah. Start a list okay right now. Mm-hmm. Right? There start, you go. Start a list, yeah. Checking it It's twice. okay.
1: I feel like you acknowledging the sound effects is enough. <laughs> <laughs> the wah wah. There you go. Right? See that that works perfect. Or like oh.
0: the the like the person slipping. I don't even know how to whistle. Like <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> like that right <laughs> that was way better than mine welcome to the sound effects podcast yeah. <laughs> what was the weirdest thing you ever cooked weirdest Ooh, thing yeah that is weirdest thing um and why <laughs> that's what i want to know like why? I, guess, I guess
1: let's say the weirdest protein for now
3: Yeah. um, Only in the bedroom. I mean, it's honestly not. (laughs) 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 You went there. (laughs) Uh, It's honestly not even that weird, but it is. Octopus is very strange to me. Is it really? Mm. Yeah. um, Because if you don't prepare it correctly, it is the chewiest thing and most unappetizing thing ever. I've heard this. It really is. So, you know, it needs to be tenderized. Um, Still to this day, it's, it's a... It's something I'm trying to refine mm. um, because there's a, I've heard so many different techniques and some of them work, some of them don't work at all. Yeah. Uh, it is a very temperamental thing. And it, it also kind of trips me out because I really do, you know, and this is a whole nother subject in itself, but I really do have a... Um, appreciation respect and admiration for that animal Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. that i don't care about cows or you know other things like that but it's just such it's an alien man and it's like here we are eating aliens you know so Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a trip that's been one of the stranger proteins that i've worked with um but other than that i mean i haven't worked with a lot of like foreign proteins before that aren't you know uh at all accustomed here yeah so nothing nothing uh so that no I, gator something no actually no, never no, never gator meat no. no no bull balls
1: no ostrich well yeah
3: that that and then ostrich egg before but Ooh. uh ostrich but, egg but not yeah nothing mm-hmm. um mm. not like balut but, <laughs> dude I, i'm not a fan i mean it's like it's, it's oh, funny because like no. people are that. like oh you're a chef you should eat
0: everything it's like ah, mm-hmm.
4: no, <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: pass on that yeah. Yeah. you ever had durian no i haven't I heard it's stinky as hell. Like, What's that? It, well, My my wife probably has some in the fridge because they eat all that weird What shit. is that? Oh. It's like this really, uh, it's it's a fruit that smells like fucking butthole. You're <laughs> 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 selling t- it well. Does it taste like that too? <laughs> <laughs> I never tried it. I can't get past the smell, dude. It looks like this. Oh, okay. durian, those. It's a, uh, yeah, durian fruit. It's like one of the stinkiest, like one of those taboos where it's like, you got to have like, you got to get past the smell, but I heard it's delicious. It's like hmm. the burger cheese. You know, which I'm so going to have to try game. eventually someday because we did an episode now where i will like, try some Limburger y- cheese. You promised me some Limburger cheese and I never got it. Well, I'll have to bring it on another episode and we'll try it. Like Deliver on your
1: promises, damn it. All
0: right. Well, <laughs> I will set a date. And you know what? I'll make it a surprise. So I'll just whip it out. Right? Don't be weird. Don't be weird. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I just saw his eyes like open up like what? <laughs> up. Uh, Time for me to jump uh, in, jump in, jump in. Uh, yep, 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 But uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's like if you can get past the smell, it's like super delicious. And I, with me, everything is about smell and look before I get to the taste. So if I can't do that, even if...
1: Oh, I think, yeah, that's that was right? verbatim when I said to my girlfriend when we when she went down on
0: the <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you make sure you shower, yeah. right? I
1: ignore the smell. <laughs> <laughs> ignore the smell. Trust me, it tastes good. I <laughs> just had a long day of construction, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you, Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: nasty. You nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Blech. 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 I
1: kid, I kid. It's are a you joke. Ki-
0: are you kidding? It's
1: a joke. Is this a true story?
0: It's a joke. All right, we'll talk, we'll talk about it in another episode. Off the air, for sure. Off the <laughs> air, off the air. <laughs> you know, I think with being in what you do as your profession, I know that you always have to be on the go and you have to travel, especially with catering orders. Mm-hmm. What's the furthest place you've traveled to from like one destination to another, like 70 miles, 80 miles, 100 miles? Or do you, do you have limits and do you have to charge more? Um, driving wise thus far, uh, it's probably been like in one trip, just like there and back and like, you know, round trip round trip. Yeah. Just one trip. You know, it hasn't been that far. Like when it's a, like a show up cook
3: and then go home sort of thing. Yeah. It's usually never more than like a, an hour, hour and a half drive, but I have had events where I've taken a vacation where they are located. Like for instance, Yosemite. Okay. Oh, wow. So take a vacation yeah. and then I wind up with a gig out there and then nice. I'll do everything out there. I'll source everything out there. And then, you know, I end up coming back after my vacation's over while I have one day at work out there. How are you able to get all your equipment out there if you didn't have a planned? so well the usually it is print it is planned that way Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. yeah the, those sorts of things I was like um, damn you the man you i mean just like, they're, they're, i got everything well carries his knives even everywhere. i right? do carry as long as i have my knives like i have a i'll show you guys later it's this cool backpack that i keep all my tools in. it's like my knives my spatulas my tweezers and all that junk you know fucking dexter Ooh, yeah right. exactly like, oh, sir, i got a permit for exactly you, is, is
2: there such thing as like a traveling i don't know, chef for example like i'm going to be in this area if anyone needs help like i'm available these dates or whatever
3: see so I have actually started thinking about developing some kind of app to do that oh, to okay. like you know because that is what I like to do a lot of the time. Oh, do That'd be awesome. And enjoy doing like and uh, a,
2: like a traveling nurse somewhat. Yeah. You know.
3: And it, and it's a challenge, you know, say that. using yeah. using other people's equipment cuz I have done events where it's like I'll be somewhere and it's oh hey, oh you're a chef uh, my house. I'm like, "When?" They're like, uh, tomorrow how night. How much? I'm like, okay, well, How much well, should yeah. be the first one? <laughs> well, that, that's, that I, I ask all those other questions. Then I then I ask, mm-hmm, you know, well, what mm-hmm. do you want to pay? Or, yeah. or this is my price, you know? Yeah. So that way, they're already engaged. Because right. if you drop the price at the very beginning, sometimes people are kind of yeah. like, you yeah, know, yeah, shy sure. off from
0: it. But but at the same time, you don't want to be too greedy and be like, oh, how much? Like, you want to hear them out first and then be like, well, for something like this, it's going to cost. And then, and, you know, exactly. exactly. So. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Interesting. Yeah. I'd really like to see you do that though. If you yeah, were, that'd be awesome. Doing the on the go type thing and then, you know, quick on your feet, you know? Yeah. Um I'd but, like to
1: invest in it. Right? Right. <laughs> hey. Hey. Be on the ground floor. <laughs> Let's do this.
3: Yeah, because like for my own events and stuff, like I have these kits where, you know, I'll have uh towels, I'll have tongs, I'll have, you know, whatever equipment that I may need always ready to go. So if something does pop up, I'm not scrambling through my through all my tools and inventory trying to figure out what I need to take. It's like there's the list of general things that I'm always going to use. Or if I'm hiring another chef and I have an event one day and I need to send them in my place, I say, "Here, take the kit. It has everything you need."
4: Mm-hmm. You know, so it's yeah. like
3: that. Just that alone, and that's through working with other chefs that I've seen them do that. And I'm like, "Why don't I do that?" Because I've been doing all these events and I always fucking forget something. He's like, Whew. <laughs> "Yeah." I well, we're on he's... the
1: topic of kits and uh-huh, tools, right? In your opinion, what are the best knives?
3: The best knives are sharp knives.
1: Hey, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Definitely a sharp knife. And it depends
3: on application. Mm-hmm. Um, it really does. For all around, you can use a utility knife or a chef's knife, which is generally the same blade length, which is anywhere from seven to nine, nine inches or so. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, different styles of the how the blade is shaped. And it's really what you're most comfortable with. I feel that everyone should learn how to use a chef knife correctly, because generally when you go to another home to use someone else's stuff, that's what they're going to have. But for like my own personal preference and for someone who's just beginning, I also do like to introduce the Japanese Santoku style knife. Because those are, um, I mean, they serve different purpose, but for me, I like that it's not a straight pointed edge. So you kind of reduce your your chances of of poking yourself or poking someone else, especially if you're just not savvy or used to holding a knife safely and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are, those are great knives to use. So it's the style of knife that, you know, is one thing in particular. Then when you get into brands, it's like, you know, it's kind of preference because Mm, they all use different types of steel. Mm, Uh, Some knives require a lot more maintenance than others do because you have to oil them after their use. Some of them, those ones that you have to oil you can't use on, stuff like citruses because if you use it and cut an orange and you set it down and you come back it's gonna stain your your finish yeah. because they're mm. they're they're made differently they're usually those are the handcrafted ones like the really good steel
0: well, i'm glad that you're sharing this with these guys because it's almost like once you start diving into the realm wow, of so taking much care to- of your equipment <laughs> It really does matter. See, I didn't well, know of that. Yeah, I have you know? no idea. It, it really does. But this is something like, if I were to explain some of these things, cause his 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 knowledge probably goes even beyond mine. I'll admit that, right? And the thing is, is like I know working in the industry, uh, a lot of the things that he's saying, but it's like to, to your everyday average cook in the kitchen, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't really matter. Just serve me and eat, right? No one really cares about all that information. But if you really have a passion for cooking, you're going to want to know how to keep your... knife clean, you know, and ready to go. You know what I mean? Sharp, ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I totally feel you in that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Investing in that equipment is a lot. Just like investing in a podcast with all the equipment. Very true. It's a oh lot. my God, so much. You annoying. know, like this right here. <laughs> remember what we started out with, Lewis? Yeah, I remember. And then we graduated to yeah. like better micro... It's like uh, it's yeah. like that kind of thing with, with cooking, you know? You have a better tool that's going to last you longer. You're going to get those results out of it, you know? And,
3: and also too, you know, starting with, you know... Uh, beginner style or less expensive equipment because maybe it's something that's not for you and you don't want to invest too much but either way when you start with the basic items you're able to learn how to take care of something if i would have started cooking and someone said hey here's this you know three hundred dollar knife go ahead and use it i probably would have fucked it up you know Mm -hmm. and and regretted it
0: so yeah you learn how to take care of something just like cars just like you know what do you Since we're kind of on the topic, and I won't be too long-winded about this, but what do you feel about the Kyocera knives, you know, the ceramic ones? The ones you can't really cut yourself, but they're sharp. Yeah, uh,
3: those are weird. They uh, They are, huh? They break. Depending on what you're using it for, yeah. They're very brittle. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with using a ceramic knife. I mean, I personally wouldn't use one Mm -hmm. because, um, I mean, I just don't trust it. Yeah. Um. I would hate to be using that at some point, and then it chips off and lands in my food somewhere. Yeah. Or that's or then that's, that's the, then I yeah, then I have yeah. to throw out product
0: and yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's so kind I, of it's kind of a risk for me. I've used a I used a Kyocera for some time until it did chip and break in and I toss it out. Right. But I feel that the Kyocera knives they're affordable. They're not expensive, and the great part about it if someone is like scared about cutting themselves, you can't really cut yourself on a Kyocera. It's it's like almost impossible, uh, you know. At least the model that I had, because I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> so they're made for kids then. No, no, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, kidding, I mean that, that, that is true though. I mean, kid kid can use it for sure. But it's, it was a very impressed. And like, I think mm-hmm. as long as you stay along the lines of cutting stuff that's easily easy to chop, like vegetables and fruit and stuff like that, that thing's gonna last forever, and you don't have to really sharpen it. Versus like your two hundred dollar knife that you're gonna like want to take care of and then the maintenance. Sometimes you just feel you want to be lazy and just. Use e- something easier for the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Convenience, right? Like the microwave. Right. right? The mark- old microwave. <laughs> or the air fryer. With Those, <laughs> yeah. exactly. when you're not uh, burning potatoes, you
3: yeah. know. Wait, yeah. have you ever air fried in your food? Or oh yeah, it? for sure. I have clients that are just like, uh, you know, we don't want really greasy stuff. I'm like, Cool, I'll do this stuff for you in the air fryer.
4: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> the and, same they're, money, and they're easy. stoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
3: and it, if it can be a selling point, it's a selling point. Oh, totally. And, they, and stuff does come out really well in an air fryer. For sure. So long as it's like, you know, you're using it correctly. And, they they and
4: never
0: it'll... ask for like a discount, like, well, you're not really making it like in an intricate way, so like, you know, air fryer, my wave is like kind of a shortcut what some people think but others if you know how to utilize a air fryer right then you can really make some wonderful things correct just not potatoes right frankie yeah right wow <laughs> <laughs> what was that what was that uh, brand of knife
2: that you said that uh what
0: the Kyocera.
2: So I wonder if serial killers don't use those. They stay away from those knives. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: right? Yeah, like, I don't think that would work for their purposes. Right? Yeah. I don't think so, right? <laughs> leave a lot
1: of evidence
3: behind. Yeah, no, not good. Serial killings went down, so did Kyocera sales. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers, the Kyocera, like... Yeah. <laughs> Wait, didn't they used to yeah. make phones? That was a phone, right? It was a phone. That's what? crazy. It was a phone. That's Back why. How do you go from day, phones dude? to I'm making knives? I'm surprised you remember that. Yeah. I literally pictured my little, like... Yeah. Little Kyocera uh, you know, little, phone. Little, little brick Kyocera. Yeah.
0: Wow. You just ate yourself... I did with us walk through <laughs> <to> the club. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> right? Oh, only, only we would know that from that generation. Everyone's like, "What's a Kyle Sarah?" Would you call Kyocera? me Sarah?
1: Yeah. That's why you were mentioning. It. I was like, Kyle Sarah. Like, <clears throat>
0: sorry, doubles? I don't like Japanese. you have food. to look it up eventually. <laughs> yeah. Now you know what I, I would say that like you know as far as um, you know we, we kind of covered a lot of stuff, but there's so many things with it, with our time constraints that mm-hmm. like you know I just wanted to know like. You know, what are what are the rules for engagement as far as, you know, when you have to deal with customers on your end? You know, like let me be, for example, like mm-hmm. say you have an unpleasant customer and you're getting like really bad feedback, right? So you're just like, okay, like how do you um how do you still reach their expectations if you know that some customers it's never good enough? Like how do you how do you deal with that? Fortunately
3: for myself, I have not had that problem with any of wow. my catering. Like yeah. any and every event that I've done, I think the worst thing that someone came and told me, they were like, um, you know, everything was really great, but the Brussels sprouts were a little underdone.
4: Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, go, I go and
3: I bite into it and I'm like, yeah, it was a little overdone. And I'm like, hey, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, if you want, I can go ahead and remove that from the from your cost, you know, because yeah. it's not really like going to hit me that hard Mm -hmm. and i want to keep that client especially if i'm getting referrals and i want to make them happy it's not hard to you know eat a little bit of money so i try and do that and as long as you're showing that because that's what i would want someone else to do for me in any line of customer service to try to remedy the situation and she was like no you know it's okay i just i just wanted to let you know Mm. and and almost when she didn't take that you know opportunity to reduce her bill i mean it's not like she couldn't afford it or it was an issue but huh. i was almost like damn like i kind of feel like she wanted that to stick with me a little bit right you know what i mean and i, know I was like i was like all right well and it, and it you know it it was uh, the grounds for me just to make sure that i did better and then i wouldn't allow it to happen again they're like
0: remember this chef you <laughs>
4: fucked yeah. <up>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: i mean i've had other times where you know uh and luckily, too, I have rapport with a lot of my clients because I've either met them through another client before or they're just good people through referral. Mm. So, you know, I haven't really had any sour, sappy, yeah. unpleasant customers where I'm like, I'm never doing anything for the for them again. The one thing that I did have that was really interesting was, you know, I went and did this event and it was last minute. I had just come back from a trip, so I got everything together. I was in a scramble and I was just trying to make money. And it was this dude who by the time we got there for dinner, he was, uh, he was, he was highly intoxicated and he had, you know, fallen down several times. He had busted his head open. He (laughs) was hitting on my assistant, you know, my helping hands that were there. And so it was like really awkward and I was getting really pissed off, but luckily, you know, who was there with me, they were able to, you know, handle the situation themselves and I was still able to get everything done. And, you know, the, the wife of this guy came and apologized. And that was a really tough situation to handle on its own. Um, you know, because it's like, that's my client. This mm-hmm. is their home, but they're just so intoxicated that... You don't know what don't, to do. Yeah, and they don't know what they're doing yeah. either, you know? Um, you know, so... It could be th- tough. Think Things like that are interesting. But as far as, you know, a, a customer being unhappy or wanting money back or, you know, having it be an issue right there on the spot, I haven't had that problem for my own catering.
0: That's fortunate. Yeah. Other that's cool. restaurants
3: yeah. is different because that's not all under my control.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're only in control of so much, right? Right, and exactly. And let everything else fall in the place. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple more questions I have for you, yeah. and I know you've you've been great, just like giving us the insights of what it's like to be um, as a chef in the background, um, and let us know what's going on, all the all the time, and um, love and passion you have for mm-hmm. cooking. Um, and you know, we thank you for that. It's 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 been great going on this experience with you is a verbal experience, you know, and visualizing what you do, um, for a Dolly Flama, um, you know, company. Um, have you ever served anybody famous before? You know what?
3: I, I was thinking about that and I actually have not. Um, I mean, for me, it was someone famous and it was, uh, Jay Adams, Jay Jay Adams, the famous skateboarder from, uh, from Dogtown nice he was, cool. he was one of the z boys wasn't that That's what, cool uh there was a movie lords of dogtown lords of dogtown i've yeah. heard of him yeah yeah emile hirsch was mm-hmm. uh i don't think i was, was j adams you got to watch it you, a tv show or movie? Would, it's a movie it's a movie it's a movie, it's a movie. It's
2: like a documentary movie
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 ish kind of documentary i mean they did two different versions there was one that was like the 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 uh, cinematic version and then there was one that was a little bit more like with history and stuff nice. like nice why am i thinking justin Timberlake for some reason
2: because you love him <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I was gonna say something, but <laughs> you know, never mind.
1: No, no, no. There's a there's a
0: Justin Timberlake he's movie. He's bringing sexy back. i don't know <laughs> He's bringing what? sexy. Back. Yeah, that's right. He I just started that. doing some stuff. But uh sexy never left, gentlemen. <laughs> no, he saying. made a movie that had a title called Dog Something. Mm. uh that's a movie though, isn't it? It's a movie. Yeah, yeah. that was a gnarly movie, dude. Is, it is this like a one true that, true story? Yeah, movie, based right? in Pomona or something like that. Alpha some. Dog. Alpha Dog. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's a good. That's it. Gnarly. Yeah, so I was just immediately I thought, was it from that movie? Yeah, no, like, J. J, no, no. J, J Adams, J. No, Adams, like skateboardy
3: boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was all tatted up, and like I always looked up to that guy growing up as a kid, as a, as a young skater, and you know that's even cool. still to this day I admire him. Uh, rest in peace.
2: Oh, he passed. Yeah, no, he passed
3: awesome. uh, years back, but um, yeah, that was super cool. He came in. I was working at this little uh, this little joint, and he came in, and you know we got to serve him his food, and I, I mean that for me was like super rad in itself. Oh, yeah. that's cool. You yeah. Know, yeah but oh, I, that's wow. that's probably been the closest experience to someone famous uh okay, that, that, yeah. that i've had
0: i'm looking him up right now yeah definitely he, he uh pretty
3: legendary he did a lot of drugs that's what ended up catching <laughs> up to him later yeah. <laughs> it's always the, the drugs always it's always the it is drugs, right? it's always the i drugs. mean he was clean for a long while but yeah. and then he went back or what um i
0: i think it was it, he it's spec there's a lot of speculation. Uh, how sad yeah that's, that's, that's sad life is too short sometimes right life is too short that's for you know sure. i would say you know overall doing what you do i appreciate it you know Thank full, you. full on i appreciate it like you know i think you are a wonderful chef and I think you're going to go places. Thanks, Mike. For sure. I really appreciate for that. For sure, man. Um,
1: you know, just judging by your Instagram,
0: I mean. Whew, yeah, it yeah. looks really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. If you guys have yeah. a chance, check out his Instagram at Dolly, what is it? Dolly underscore Flama. And that's spelled, what is it here? It's uh, D-A-L-I underscore F-L-A-M-A. Awesome. So check him out, guys. When you get the chance, uh, you will be impressed. And uh, more importantly, place an order. If you guys have uh, a catering coming up or you need some catering done, uh, you travel in uh, what areas again now? Most or- of all, Orange County and L.A. County. Orange County, L.A. County. So check it out. He does, uh, you know, all sorts of events. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's right around the corner. Now, last thing I want to ask you here is... Um, what does it mean to you to be a chef to be a chef in is, simple words you know i
3: mean to be a leader yeah to be confident with the delegations that you're giving to love what you're doing who you're doing it for and to always continue to be better i like that in short i think that's the
0: best nice. way i can put it very cool you can always be better than your last time absolutely right? Right, and Greg's gonna prove that by making us some short ribs <laughs> next time. Hell yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like well, shake the bake with all that short butter, ribs. right? Oh right? man,
1: actually, ah, oh, there was there was something I wanted to do real quick. Oh, what's up? I'm gonna run some uh, terms by you real quick. Yeah, and see. Oh, obviously you're gonna know them. Just explain them.
3: Well, I was never classically trained, so you'd be surprised like, you by what, what I don't know and I do know how to do.
1: <laughs> to the best of your knowledge, uh, al dente
3: al dente is uh you can do that with vegetables or pasta it's the the to the degree of their doneness so al dente is going to be done or uh, more firm than cooked than mushy
1: okay yeah that's what i'm getting here
0: too in layman Mm.
3: terms uh blanching blanching is for um where you get a get water boiling and then you're par cooking a certain vegetable usually stuff like uh asparagus or spinach Mm, and so you'll go and you'll dump that in some boiling hot water pull it out put it into an ice bath to cool it and stop the (laughs) cooking process cool and then it 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 stops that cooking process so then you're able to preserve the nutrients and it doesn't cook all the way and you're able to heat it up faster so if you have your asparagus pre-blanched and par cooked and ready to go when you're doing all of your plate ups it's like oh the order comes in you're cooking your meat the meat's ready and you just hit your uh, your asparagus that's par-cooked with some heat just to bring it back up to temperature, but it's not going to get mushy or be overcooked because
0: you par-blanched it correctly.
4: Nice.
1: Man knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't know why you had a question. I mean... I, <laughs> I, I just... I,
1: look... I just want to make sure that this information gets out so people listening, they don't have to go out and do the research themselves. Why not have a chef explain it?
0: I also Mm, do cooking classes too. That's something I started doing last year. You know, sign me up. I think I need to re-educate myself on some things for sure. Why not? For sure. And we would tailor the class to
1: what you want to learn how to cook. Plus, I
0: was curious because I've heard these chefs being, I mean, these terms being used by chefs. Gotta blanch it more
1: blanching and al dente yeah. and al gratin. Yeah. yeah. I think I, like, I
0: think I'll bring Frankie with me. We'll learn yeah. we'll learn together. Do you, do you the, uh,
1: the, one the other term I hear a lot when it comes to like chef shows, uh-huh. the sous chef. What, oh. is, what is the the purpose of a sous chef?
3: Sous chef is the second in command in the kitchen. Oh, so nice. you have your your head chef or executive chef and then you have his right-hand guy, mm-hmm. which ah, would be the sous okay. chef. Cool. So there's, you know, there's the the military brigade style of how hierarchies were established in kitchens. See, that's another thing we didn't get into.
1: There's a hierarchy when it comes to the kitchen.
3: Oh yeah. There sure is. Unless you work at Denny's and there's really no hierarchy
0: there. (laughs) You're just to anybody, right? Oh, you know, you know, uh, one one last question and then we'll we'll get out of here. You know, um, if there was only one thing, a person like one of your customers can show you, Uh right. As far as their appreciation, what what would you say it is that means the most, like that makes you keep doing it?
3: That's a really good question. Um, I mean, I always get to, you know what I really appreciate is the, the sage words of advice in business that my clients have to offer because a lot of them are entrepreneurs and run their own businesses and are well-established and have all these beautiful homes and nice cars, but they're just the coolest people, mm-hmm. most humble down-to-earth people that you can imagine meeting in, in that sort of environment. Like you look up and see these homes and it's like, oh, it's some pretentious asshole's home. But I mean, that's that's also too my negative way of thinking sometimes. But, you know, I was proven wrong and I'm proven wrong time and time again when I have clients who take the time after two and explain how I can do better or what they think I can do. And it's not even anything with my food. It's about marketing. It's about, you know, selling myself. It's about yeah. how, I can, how I can, you know, write mm. stuff off and how I can take mm. better advantage of, of, wow. of you For know, sure. stuff like that financially. Um, you know, I've been given templates on on how to, you know, make my finances better and more dialed in. It's like, you know, that's, that's free, free advice right there as For far sure. as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah that's I, good rather than having to go and sit down and pay for a financial advisor who might keep me there telling me things that I don't need to know. And that's mm-hmm. priceless, man. It is. That's priceless. So that's, that's you know, trade of, trades of services is like my favorite thing to get in return for doing something else besides monetary compensation. It's like, what can I walk away with skill set wise or, you know, empowered
0: knowledge that I can carry on into my line of work? Very cool. Very cool.
2: Awesome. Well, that well was Greg, good. I appreciate- Very well put. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I appreciate you coming on today to uh, do this episode with us, share some insights on what you do. And uh, with that said, I I think um, toast and we'll, we'll we'll get out of here. I think I'm going to walk good. away with a good amount of so, new knowledge today. Yeah, this was, Thank you guys this was really so much for having me. Thank Honestly. And
1: I, I think Thank we're going to so talk much. a little bit more after uh, the show.
0: Cheers. Absolutely. This was really interesting. Cheers, you guys. Absolutely. Thank you again. Mm. And with that oh, said, that great. toast to you all and sayonara. Peace. Anyways. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in with us. Hope you've enjoyed our conversation as much as we enjoyed talking about it. And be sure to check out our Instagram
1: page, Much About Something Podcast, and follow us. That way you can stay up to date on all our new upcoming episodes.
0: Hope to have you guys with us again on our next episode. And with that said, this is Mike. And this is Lewis, And this is Much, much About Something. About something.